thinking outside the box and the box it came in. The blind leading the nearsighted. Four out of five doctors recommend not listening. This is Cash Withdrawal. And four out of five doctors. Welcome back to Cash Withdrawal Quarantine Edition, Day 61. Hope your weekend was was good. Mine was uh, not too eventful. Uh, it's about 5.17 in the morning. Uh, and I uh, thought I'd come down here, give you some notes from the underground. Can't sleep anyway. A lot of thoughts about what I'd like to talk about. Uh, today, maybe we'll, or this morning, maybe we can talk about uh, what you want to do in your future. Masks, allergies, animals, black eyes, rabbits. Let's start off with Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day on Sunday. And uh, I don't I don't love Mother's Day. I'll be honest with you. Um, love my mother. She's the greatest. But um, having a wife now with two kids, um, it's kind of like it's expected for me to also make her Mother's Day great, uh, my wife. And she's perpetually disappointed in me on Mother's Day. Now, possibly we blow out our wad every year uh, on her birthday, which was like 10 days ago. And so this puts me in a bind because there's almost nothing left. Um, But there's other reasons why Mother's Day is a little bit upsetting to me. Um, Because, again, I feel like my wife's perpetually a little disappointed in uh, feeling special on this day. Um, It's a Sunday, uh, Sundays inherently aren't my favorite day of the week. Uh, in fact, I I think you make a case that Sundays are even worse than Mondays because you have so much already the weight of the week starts to uh, to kind of pile in on you. I always used to say that when you can hear that clock on 60 minutes, that's when you know your weekend's over and you're fucked, um, where you start to feel a little bit depressed about all the things you have to do uh, in the upcoming week. Um for me, that kind of starts earlier and earlier, the older I get. I wake up Sunday morning and I'm like, you got some stuff to do. So Sundays aren't perfect for a holiday. That's number one. Um, I don't really like any holidays. I think we have too many holidays where we are expected to do things for others and they have a possibility of becoming disappointed. Um, I don't love Valentine's Day. I don't love Father's Day even. I don't want anybody to feel bad about uh, doing anything for me. I don't love birthdays. I don't love Christmas or Hanukkah. Um, I don't even love Easter um, because there's some expectation there now. Bottom line, my parents or my uh, my wife's parents um, instilled in her a love of all holidays and she feels obligated to adhere to every single tradition that that holiday uh, has come in its way. So they take their holidays very seriously on her side of the family. My side, I mean, I sometimes don't even get a call on my birthday. And I'm not saying that as a victim. I'm saying we just don't take it that seriously. Um, yeah, maybe I've over-exaggerated there. Um, I get a call on my birthday, but there's not always a card or there's never a present anymore, and that's fine. I'm not at all denigrating how great my parents have been to me. I'm just saying we don't really take holidays very seriously, and it goes both ways. Um, I've, you know, not always been perfect about the holidays in reverse in terms of making phone calls to them, and we just don't take that kind of stuff very seriously. 
Um, my wife's side of the family, they take it very seriously. I mean, I've, I've, I've talked about her mom. She sent me a Halloween card. Um, she sent me a, a congratulations on finishing your final six weeks of amoxicillin card. So she, I think I've probably done that joke on the podcast at least three times, but I like it. Never get a chance to do it on stage. I always forget. There's a lot of jokes that you just forget to do. They're, I call them floaters, and they just kind of float around your act. You never have a place for them. They usually, a lot of times, they're jokes that work. You just have no sp- space for them. They're not like, they don't fit in with any other theme of anything you're doing. And so you just kind of forget, and they kind of come and go year after year. That's one of them. In any event, um, they take their holidays seriously. So she has expectations, and we blow our wad out for her birthday. We got nothing left. We're running on fumes for Mother's Day, and we're expected to uh, make her happy on that day. And then I resort to saying things like, uh, hey, you're not my mother, okay? So look to the kids if you're upset right now. You You didn't born me, as my kids like to say. They go, you borned me. Um, in any event, it's always a tough day. Um, just too many holidays where, I mean, my favorite holiday is Memorial Day weekend, uh, Labor Day weekend, and Fourth of July. Not a lot of expectations. Nobody expects anything from you. Um, you don't expect anything from them, and it's all just bonus how good it feels. I like the summer holidays. Um, in any event, the Mother's Day, I think we should flip it. That's what I think we should do. We should celebrate Mother's Day on my wife's birthday, and then on her on Mother's Day, we'll celebrate her birthday. That way we're closing strong. I think that's going to be uh, what I'm going to uh, do in the future. Uh, the other thing is I don't like expectations for presents because I feel like they're not as meaningful uh, on these days that are assigned to them. Just like I think wearing a wedding ring, nothing against it, but to being loyal to somebody, uh, I don't think you need to have a ring or a band or anything. Uh, I think it means just as much if you just go ahead and do it. And if you go ahead and just give someone a present on a day uh, that wasn't assigned to you giving them a present uh, and you surprise them with it, uh, I feel like it's just as meaningful or more meaningful. Um, And there's no pressure attached to it. And... uh, I feel like I should get more credit for that kind of thing, and that's when I'm, I'm going to replay this particular audio for my wife, and then we will have a loving embrace. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, we've got the uh, the quarantine is being lifted a tiny bit, um, and you know, it's. Um, I don't know what things are going to be like. I know that this had a profound effect on me. I don't know how long it will last in terms of the, uh, you know, the changes in my life. But, you know, I had some pretty, pretty serious uh, sickness here in the house. I had to quarantine from everybody. And it really got me thinking about like, you know, what if you only had two weeks to live? Um, What, what would you be disappointed you didn't do yet? And... I've tried to experience the quarantine a little bit with that in mind. Like, what what would you be upset? What what have you not completed in your life? What have you not done that you feel like uh, you'd be bummed out you didn't finish or even start? And so that's why I've been learning guitar. That's why I now know how to play Wonderwall um, by Oasis. And, <laughs> and I also... 
uh, have learned a few other songs, Time of My Life, uh, Hotel California, a few other tunes. Um, I'm pretty much completing the book. Uh, I was putting that off for the last couple of years. I had a historically good last two and a half seasons for Sneak-Ins, and I just didn't want to release the book because I was having so much fun. Now it doesn't seem like there'll be anything to sneak into for quite a while, so maybe I thought it would disappoint me that these stories wouldn't be out there for my ancestors to read about eventually. So I've been kind of putting the finishing, well, not the finishing touches. I still think it's going to be another year. It's one of those projects that I I don't want to finish because then I'd have to stop. Um, And I have dreams of a few other sneak-ins on my bucket list that I need to get to. But what do you want to do? What do you what what do you want to do in your life? I I, I remember I, I told you about uh, the book Rowing the Atlantic by Roz Savage, who uh, did an inspirational speech at one of these corporate events I did. And I'm I'm usually not very impressed with the corporate speakers, but she was wonderful. And her thing was, what do you want to have written? Um, you know, what do you want to have have people say about you uh, at your funeral? What do they want? Um, written in your obituary. And it's a, it's a grim thing to consider, but it's also something that maybe will inspire uh, you to do things, you know, that you needed to get around to doing. And for her, she rode the entire Atlantic Ocean. Um, for me, there's a couple physical events I'd like to get done. Um, there's a super long swim that I'm even afraid to uh, publicly talk about because I'm not sure I'll ever do it. So I'm not going to throw down the uh, gauntlet yet on myself, but we could talk about that at some point. I'd like to do a super long distance swim in the ocean that I'm really considering. Um, I want to finish the book eventually, and uh, I want to learn to play the guitar. Um, So these are things uh, that I want to get around to. Uh, The masks. People are going crazy about the masks. Some people are very defiant about the masks. You know, there uh, there's people that are protesting. I, out of all the things humans could protest, um, uh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I just, the amount of people that are annoying in the world. I mean, there's a guy with a, I saw a guy with a sign that said something like, my body, my face, my body, my choice to wear a mask. And then there was a picture of someone not wearing a mask. Like or a mask with like an arrow through it, like a, a little, you know, cross through it. Like I'm not going to wear a mask. I mean, here's the thing: there are people out there that are higher risk than that person. Um, you know, we, we know who the high risk groups are, and you know, if they're going out on the town and they're trying to go to a grocery store or whatever, um, there's there's just no reason not to make them feel like they're in any kind of danger. Uh, you know, that person holding that sign uh, isn't understanding it's not about his body. It's not about his rights in terms of wearing a mask or not. It It's about trying to um, not just be courteous, but trying to be safe towards other people because there's a lot of carriers out there. And there's people that are of higher risk. And there's over 80,000 people have died from this in the last like seven weeks in America. So just put the mask on. It, it, no big deal. That's how I feel about it. And, you know, if you disagree, I mean, for some people, this is life and death, you know? Um, what's, what's the harm if you're wrong? I mean, nobody's telling you what to do with your body in a big way. What's, what's the big deal about wearing a mask to a grocery store and 
not putting somebody inadvertently in danger who maybe is, you know, in a higher risk group. Um, some people are complaining about their allergies right now, which I find interesting. I, uh, do you think allergies existed like a hundred years ago? Do you think, uh, do you think a hundred years ago, uh, there was like a, it just seems kind of a new age thing, you know? Um, it seems like a new age sort of idea, uh, I don't remember hearing about uh, allergies when I was a kid. Um, you know, it seems like something that's more modern. I, I, I don't, it's hard for me to think that there was like a cowboy in the 1800s. It's like, I can't rope those cattle. I have the sniffles. Getting some allergies. I, I don't think anyone would complain about such a thing a long time ago. Could be wrong, but I feel like it's a it's a fairly. I'm not saying allergies don't exist. I think people just didn't complain about them so much. Um, I mean, do animal do any animals have allergies? Everyone seems like they're allergic to to animals. They always claim they you know well, I'm allergic to cats, but I love them anyway. This kind of thing. But are any cats allergic to people? And if they could talk, would they tell us about it? I wonder. Not sure. I do think they exist, but I'm not sure. I uh, a lot of animals are coming out. We saw a fox yesterday on the beach near our house. You don't. I mean, there's all kinds of just birds are coming out, and uh, I mean, it's. I'll tell you a little bit more about that in a second. But I've been hanging out with my kids a lot more and kind of looking at these different animals and enjoying seeing different species of animals I hadn't seen in a long time, like a fox. I mean, having kids, they will say things that you really didn't consider. That's one of my favorite things about it. I, My kids were just talking the other day about how much they love black eyes, how great it is when they have a black eye. My son, he's like seven, he's like, it really feels like you've done something when you have a black eye. When you think about it, black eyes are awesome. If you, th I mean, black eyes really do give you like a good bang for your buck because they're not that painful. But they look terrible, having a shiner, you know? Looks terrible. Looks like you really got in a scrape. My son was like, makes you look like you really stood up for yourself. Like, don't mess with me. And that's true. It makes you look like, hey, this you should see the other guy, you know? But black eyes are pretty cool. I mean, think of all the other maladies, including allergies, that you can't see. You have to actually complain about them for anyone to know that they're painful or that they're unsettling or that you don't feel good as a result of them. A black eye doesn't even feel bad. Usually, the minute you get hit, it hurts, and then you're done. Maybe a fall, and it hurts briefly. You can see usually pretty pretty well, but it looks terrible. I mean, I've had a couple different broken bones in my feet in my lifetime. Um, I played most of my senior year of college with a broken foot. And... Um, and I even went off campus to have the doctor, uh, to use a doctor off campus, because I knew if they knew about it on campus, they wouldn't let me play. And I was like, this is my final season. I'm, I'm not going to lose a season over this. And my feet have hurt ever since with these couple broken bones that maybe never healed quite correctly. You can't see anything. There's no, like, dark spot or anything. No, nobody, a layman wouldn't even know where, you know, what to look for. It's frustrating. 
You know, I, I wish it looked terrible. That way I'd have a little more credibility when I say my feet hurt. Black eye, you're just like, yeah, look at that guy. He did something. He stood up for himself. My kids are awesome. I love my kids. This has been one wonderful silver lining of the, uh, of the quarantine. I've told you, watching less sports, that's been a net positive. I don't know why I was spending all this time watching other people play things. Um, I've only watched one, actually, I haven't watched one movie the entire quarantine. Um, I did watch a TV show, The Good Place, which I enjoyed very much. So I uh, have done a little bit of that. But for the most part, uh, I've just been kind of working on other stuff. In any event, the kids. The kids are so fun to hang out with. Um, took a bike ride the other day that just opened up some of the national or some of the parks in the area. And, uh, we were in this big field, uh, in Orange County, we were in this big field, and uh, there was a bunch of rabbits running around. The kids just jumped off their bike and just started chasing rabbits for like 45 minutes. And they never gave up. And I was thinking, that's when optimism is at its high point, when you still think you can catch a rabbit with your bare hands. That's... That's when you peak as a human being, happiness-wise. Once you realize you can't catch a rabbit or a squirrel because uh, you're just not quick enough, that's when you realize the limitations of what it is to be human. That's when things start to go all downhill. So go out there, try to catch a rabbit or a fox with your bare hands. Uh, if you come back with a black eye, you know you've done something. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. We'll see you next time. Do shy shy. Do shy shy.